Hey, Alex, you want you want to introduce this one? Uh, sure. Welcome back to Brewing the Saluki and Joe. What a- I'm your host, uh, Alex. You're doing great. <laughs> I was trying to come up with like a fake name on the spot, and then it just I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> and so I'm your host, uh, Alex. What a throwback. What a throwback. <laughs> Give me a moment's peace and take out that trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Unfortunately, that show that was just the three of us rambling is not what we're recording today. We're recording Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, Caleb, and me, Joe, go to the theaters with our special guest, uh, Alex, uh, and we watch movies or play Among Us on our phones. (laughs) Or check your email four times like I did. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was another thing you missed when you you left the theater. (laughs) I pulled out my phone and I checked my email and I was like, Nothing's happened. This is the fourth <laughs> time I've looked at this. I don't even look at my email. <laughs> Joe, what did we tolerate today? Tolerate is like a strong word. We endured uh, infidel. We survived infidel. Yes. Come on in. He's a good people. I've known Mr. Lucini for some time now. Have you ever seen him exhibit extremist behaviors or attitudes? The man's Muslim, so you enter his house without a warrant. Islamophobia. Come with me. He's running a terrorist nerve center or recruitment website. Or am I just an Islamophobe? We we contributed to Infidel. I mean, we didn't pay any money for it. They still makes a buck off of us. Yeah, but that's not us. I so. paid zero dollars for yeah, this. Neither, so did I. We didn't even have to pay the dollar for the recliner. The recliner have it, uh, made the experience better or like worse in the sense that we would have paid even less attention to the movie because we would have been reclined. I would have probably fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex, you're the only person who sat through this movie completely. I did. I watched every scene of this bad boy. Joe took a call and I went and snuck into uh, the Empire next Strikes theater Back. over. Yeah. <laughs> so I could be reminded what real movies are like. So can you give us a brief synopsis on what this movie's about? It starts out all like, what am I? An Islamophobe. And then the Muslim guy kills his daughter, although it's very unclear. And then they straight up say it. Yeah, they straight up say it in a line of dialogue. And then wait, uh, wait, you mean he whacked his own daughter <laughs> <laughs> in the middle courtroom too? Wait, you whacked your own daughter? <laughs> such a goofy line and such a tense. I'm doing air quotes right there. Yeah, this uh, is an audio medium. I'm I'm narrating my own dialogue. <laughs> I felt more tension when you said that word than I did throughout <laughs> the entirety of Infidel. Oh, I felt a lot of tension watching this, not between the <laughs> characters, but between me and this movie. <laughs> the basic, uh, what happened? What, oh, sorry. What? Well, I was just going to say the basic gist is there's there's a good Christian and then yeah. there are the bad Muslims. Mm. Uh, they really they don't like the government either. The <laughs> and that's the story. <laughs> it is. So the movie opens up with uh, our good, our good Passion of the Christ uh, about to get about to get gunned down by a firing squad, and then right before it happens, it that freeze frames, and it's like, "Yep, that's me." I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> and it is, wait. it is the guy who played Jesus from Passion of the Christ. I don't care enough to look up 
his names. He's way too invested in these anti-Muslim movies for me to like dignify saying his name out loud. So yeah, Jesus was in this movie. Now, Caleb, that's not Christian, fair. Christian Passion brand. Christ is an anti-Jew movie. <laughs> that's he's true. really nailing all and he's true. <laughs> it's Christian brand Chris Evans is what we'll call him. He gets captured for some reason and they, they keep him alive for some reason. And Well, the reason is at least like... Oh yeah, he preached he was on preaching. TV and he preached on, on TV. For some reason. And might I just add, he was so awful in that preaching, too. Oh, yeah. He looked, not, like, not even like the performance. Uh, I mean, like, no, literally, he did, like, the character did such a bad job at trying to, like, be like, yeah, you know, Jesus is God. And then everyone in the scene is just like, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Why did he say that? I mean, he's reading like the cue card above that. He's like, he's like dead eyed <laughs> staring off and you see his eyes just like tilt slightly. It's just so lazily <laughs> off center. Yeah. Of the camera. yeah. <laughs> so he's a software, software developer. That's his job, but he's also a blogger. He's a Christian blogger. He's a software developer. When, when did we get that? At the very beginning. <laughs> Yeah. And then so or, he's not that great of a blogger. No, no, but every he is because every single character in this movie is like I've read your blog. I've been reading your blog. And so he gets invited to go on this TV show in Cairo for some reason. Like they just Wait, pick, a week oh, after pick this word A week after savant. they try to get his friend or like his friend gets Arrested. investigated yeah, yeah. for killing his daughter. Yeah. I just love this idea that having a Christian on your show and then they say Jesus is God. Like no one in Egypt has ever heard this before. No Nobody one in the entire <laughs> Muslim world. Like, what? This is what the Christians believe. How bonkers is also, this? Also, it comes literally right after the guy is talking about how Muslims view Jesus, and how he's this like miracle of a prophet. Yeah. And then it's just like he says that he's God, and everyone's like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> Uh, you mean to tell me this miracle is God? <laughs> this is this is produced by uh, a Indian man, I believe, probably Indian American, who has We've done also, our research. Yes, who? Well, I mean, what else was we I going to do during this movie? <laughs> we did our research in the theater. <laughs> so he he's behind such great films as uh, Hillary Clinton or Hillary's America: The Secret uh, History of the Democratic Party, and what is it? Like a nation divided or death of a nation. Some movie that compares Trump to Lincoln is like, we're going to, we're in the second civil war now. So I think we understand where he's coming from. politically. <laughs> Let's look at our director. He's a guy. He was born in uh, Colorado. He is from uh, an Iranian family though. And his, his passion projects are movies uh, where Americans go over to Middle Eastern countries and they learn that um, mm, these Muslim people, they're kind of bad. <laughs> His one before this, which starred Jesus from Passion of This Christ, was about... Um, was Passion it, of This Christ. Yeah, was about an honor killing. And this one is about honor killings and capturing people and just like, what else was this movie about? Uh, there was a court. There was a really boring court scene. These yeah, are like court scenes. This one wasn't fun. How dare you? You whacked your dog. <laughs> In the middle of you whacked your dog. It's such a tense thing. And so I think we can safely say that these people are the perfect people to be talking about Christian Muslim relations. And I think they should be rewarded. They did a great job. They were very brave. In this cancel culture America, in this society, they they really took a took a swing and a hit. 
Was it a hit? I mean, it was number two in the box office. That's true. <laughs> it didn't make over a million dollars. I think it was more of a foul ball. <laughs> <laughs> what all did we do during this movie instead um, of watching okay, it? So, instead of checking my email. <laughs> so we were so all, uh, first 10 minutes, I think we're all in because that's where probably some of the funniest lines are oh, delivered. Oh, yeah. First 10 really minutes were really fun. <laughs> like everybody's kind of mumbling their way through things and you can't understand what's going on. But then the shots are insane. The like, shots straight up hurt. There's this weird like car thing where they flip through the lights and now they're on the license plate. And then it's a Dutch angle of them driving. And then there's this weird dance scene. Someone's just like running in a circle around these inside these people. Everyone's well, clapping circled around them. Yeah. Everyone's clapping off beat. Very oh. off beat. So they're off beat to the first song, but they're like on beat enough to where like they're off beat to the actual beat, but they're on they're in the same like BPM of the song. Yeah. Then it switches then the to like some song rock song on. with guitar. They're still clapping <laughs> to the beat of the first to song. To the beat of the first song. So it's horribly offbeat. This is such a train wreck of a movie. And then the guys. the Jesus's friend doesn't like that his daughter is interested in this white guy with tattoos. So apparently he kills her and they go to the house and the lawyer's like, you don't have a right to be in here. Islamophobia. Like she screams yeah, that. She just times. says it. Yeah. Like she doesn't say this is Islamophobic or no. you're Islamophobic. She says Islamophobia. She shouts the buzzword. <laughs> it's like, guys, what's the deal with these Islamophobic cops? You see Jerry Seinfeld narrating <laughs> This movie. So you know, you know that hey. you know that scene in uh, Watchmen, the TV show where they she she's going through Judge uh, Clausen. There's the KKK outfit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like that, but it's just a bunch of uh, like very incriminating photos. Yeah, very incriminating photos in this guy's room, and the the detective's like, "Is this Islamophobic now?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. As far as I'm aware, none of us are sleeper cell agents for any shady government. That is until my trigger word happens. Coconut. <laughs> Kill JFK. <laughs> Kill JFK. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. <laughs> um, but... I, I just assume that sleeper agents are smart enough not to plaster pictures of AK-47s and them holding them with an RPG and like Sharia law up and down their walls, <laughs> especially because this guy has a hidden room yeah. in this room. Why doesn't he put, if he wants to fanboy in out for Al Qaeda, why doesn't he put it all behind there? the tapestry on the wall? Oh, it's so Do ridiculous. Do you guys think that his daughter's dead body was just still in the other room? Probably. And they were just like, oh, nothing to see here. <laughs> it's oh, and then and then they go to they go to the Middle East, and the movie gets so much more boring. Uh, yeah, because it <laughs> slows down to snail's like pace. Caleb started playing Among Us. Uh, I took a call from my girlfriend midway through. Alex was checking email. I opened Netflix to see if anything I wanted to watch, but then I realized <laughs> I didn't have my AirPods. And granted, okay, we were all checked out of this movie. We are the only people in the theater. I want to clarify. I felt so bad. If anyone willingly went to see this without the express intent of making fun of it, they deserve whatever we were doing in that back row. You know, there's a lot of people that do this. This movie oh, did absolutely. make $1.5 million. Absolutely. And those people are terrible people. <laughs> I I mean, I'm, I'm very politically frustrated at the moment, guys. I, I thought I was going to rant about this movie. I'm not because it's just, there's so much not there. What, what was your uh, chart of like interest? 
did it earlier. Oh, well, I, it peaked at the beginning because that was genuinely funny. And then it dipped down to disappointment because I'm like, oh, they're not going to keep the momentum up. Then it kind of hit a neutral. Then it just slowly dipped into apathy. <laughs> Alex, you you were probably the one who enjoyed this movie the we, most. We almost left, but Alex said, I want to stay. I never said that. <laughs> You said I, you I will say you said I'm to you again <laughs> what we talked about in the car earlier about what we said in the theater. We both wanted to see the resolution of the firing squad, which we did. And then no one said anything after that. <laughs> so don't put that on me. We could have left. <laughs> I just didn't take us out of there. Is but yes, I did probably enjoy it the most. In the sense that, like, if you came across an actual dumpster fire in real life, you would look at it and be like, whoa, that's an actual dumpster fire right there. And you'd see a copy of Infidel in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) You'd see the reels on (laughs) it. No, but I mean, like, it was just one of those things. It's like, I can't really believe that I'm actually seeing this right now. And it made it thoroughly entertaining. It Keep is. in mind, that's not an endorsement of this movie. It Get it out of the way right now. It's not hot trash. It's bad. <laughs> it's basically a Fox News news segment. Like, this is what Christians I like. don't know. They make one of the terrorists kind of likable. <laughs> it never makes a case for Christianity. It's just like, man, those those Muslims are bad. Uh, making Christianity not look so bad, are we? No, no, you aren't because you're not making a case for it. I could not tell you what denomination this person is. What's his theology? All I know is that he writes a WordPress blog. <laughs> and that before before we go further, sorry, you keep finish your thought. I have something I need to say before we end. I was just saying, I don't think I have a WordPress blog. I really hope that I don't become like the central part of a political crisis. Speaking of the WordPress blog and how he gets out of the sticky situation, the empty flash drive that can decode (laughs) if you type something while it's plugged in, delete it, and then type something over it. What is that? What is the logic behind that? They were explaining it, and I was just like, no. Boomers don't know how to use technology. It didn't make any sense at all. No, yeah, that it was so stupid. Like, you know, technology. I love I, the clear flash drive, though. Technology, I can look past for the most part, like where it's like, oh, I'm a hacker or whatever. They tried to rationalize this, and it just didn't make sense. <laughs> okay, I, I did make a disparaging comment about boomers because I do think that's the target demographic of this movie. But also on the way over, I found out that someone who's not too much older than me thinks that uh, you get cancer from Wi-Fi routers. So like, (laughs) you know, don't you dare bring my sister into this. (laughs) Do you want me to cut that out? No, you no. Keep talking about it. I just wanted to interject that, but honestly, go for it. That's why I figured I wanted to make sure. Look, she said some dumb (laughs) the other day. She will never hear this, (laughs) and she deserves to be made fun of. So go ahead. (laughs) But I just like it is. It is hilarious. Seriously stupid. So is everything in this movie. These people don't understand religion, technology, how guns work, apparently how to edit your film. Or color grade. Or sound. (laughs) Yeah, Tenet was mixed better than this, and that's saying something. You know, what I was thinking early on when they were doing those, like, rotating shots, I'm like, man, I was too hard on the director of Current War. (laughs) (laughs) So many things were just absolutely painful to look at. That whole scene in the shower when she's just having that flashback to the car. Oh, yeah, so and weird. it's just the worst cut thing 
where it's just everything's bleeding in and out of the flashback. What about watch. the court scene where it's like slow-mo all of a sudden, but there's no frames at all? Oh, yeah, they're God, just doubling frames. Yeah, but then they did have a top-down slow-mo I thing. was about to bring that up. I loved that so much. <laughs> so this isn't a Christian movie made within like the the world of indie Christian movies because it's made by, you know, these people who have mainly come from like political propaganda movies and it's an R-rated movie, which almost never happens with Christian, but it's, it's clearly pandering to a Christian audience. How do you think it relates to movies? Like, because obviously I still believe is better than this, but like God's not dead. So how do you think it relates to those? I mean, it it's not as offensive as those movies. I feel like this one's more just like doesn't understand anything. It, it has some of those moments where it's like, man, they're getting into that territory. I was about to say, it gets pretty offensive at times. <laughs> I think it focuses in on its offensiveness in a way that God's Not Dead doesn't. Because God's Not Dead is going for everyone. This is just going for one group of people. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's better or worse. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's kind of worse. But Like, who do you want to offend? Everyone on earth or just one group, but really offend them? Like, let's be clear, God's Not Dead is one of your, like, most hated movies. Yeah. This is just apathy. I think that's, like, where the line is. Did you wind up apathetic, though? Because you said that was a part of your scale. It was the end. But, like, it was the end. Oh, yeah, it was a slow descent. My emotions Because you chart- were in physical pain for a lot of that movie. <laughs> I tur- we turned up. Me and Alex started laughing at something. We turned over and Kev was just dead. Like <laughs> He had his arms crossed and he was all slumped into himself. <laughs> my my emotion chart, much like this movie, has an anti-climax. Um, but I would I'll also say this is not the most painful movie I've watched this year. Uh, I would give that honor to Birds of Prey. But you know what I can say? Birds of Prey made me feel feel something <laughs> there is potential there there's some good stuff there right like comparing this to any movie that i've watched this year is like what well, yeah that's like that's like saying like drawing a stick figure and then showing me like one of those bodies that they have in anatomy class where you can take the things off and it's like which of these is better i'm like, obviously this thing <laughs> like this should not count as a movie <laughs> that is such a specific analogy <laughs> So you compared it to dumpster fire. You know it's yes. in dumpster fires. Hot trash. What do you say this is hot trash? <laughs> oh, that is literally hot trash. <laughs> uh, in the way that I just said it with the dumpster fire, yes, but no. This is... I mean, it's just bad. This just is a movie that I got, like, they, they threw into a garbage truck. While the garbage truck's going down the interstate, it flies out the back and it becomes litter on the highway, which just is even more detrimental to the world. So, yeah, that's what this movie is. Yeah, this will decompose in, you know, X amount of years. Yeah. And yeah. Like, it's, its impact won't be, like, individual impact won't be catastrophic on the planet, but certainly part of a much larger <laughs> whole. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm serious. I'm not, I'm not sure I consider this even a movie. I I mean, it's definitely a feature film length. This is the biggest waste of time I've ever spent in a theater. And I've watched some really bad movies. It's Black Christmas, man. Uh-huh. Carol always was in Black Christmas. That's At least true. he got a paycheck. That's true. The only enjoyment I got out of this is apparently none. Yep. <laughs> All right. 